Welcome to another episode of the RN to Writer Show. I am your host, Elizabeth Haynes. I am a nurse, but I made my living for a decade as a freelance writer. And now I help other nurses do the same thing, such as our guest, Charlene Lucas. She is a registered nurse who worked at the hospital bedside for eight years. And she now enjoys combating her addiction to health news and research by passing it on as a freelance health writer from her dream home in the Colorado Rockies right up the road. You can find Charlene at rnnextdoor.com and that information will be in the show notes or on YouTube if you look in the description. Welcome today, Charlene. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about how you and I got hooked up and how you became a health writer. Thanks, Beth. I'm just delighted to be here and delighted that you do this. Um, I like my story of finding you. We were planning to move from Oregon to Colorado, um, and I was getting a little burned out of being in the hospital. This is last February, I think, last February or January. Um, And right in the middle of moving actually getting married. Uh, I went on Facebook for the first time in possibly a year or two um, and up popped your ad uh, for nurse writers. And I, it's like a huge light bulb went on and I I was stunned at the idea um, and then started to get really excited and then did as much searching on you as I possibly could to see if it was for real uh, and found you on a couple little guest podcasts and read your website and everything I could get my hands on. Um, and got more and more excited. So um, ended up purchasing and uh, finishing the journalism course. Uh, and it took a few months because I was really busy moving, um, working full time. And then um, summer and fall was also really busy for us. So eventually I got to um, writing more pieces. I started to write for my hospital first in case people are trying to find nonprofits to write for. I ended up writing three pieces for them because um, they have a great quarterly publication. Uh, and so that was really helpful. Uh, and then wrote two more volunteer pieces that um, have just taken time to get on my website, which I started, um, got on LinkedIn, and eventually um, landed a couple of paying jobs that I'm currently working on. So we're there. That, That's where I am. That is awesome. I, I love that story too, because one, one of the things I love about your journey, Charlene, is you have done it um, on your own terms. Mm. Like you had characterized it, the journey to me as being a little slow, but there really is no fast or slow in this. One of the things I love about freelancing is you can make it fit your lifestyle instead of having to adapt your lifestyle to fit your job, which is what most of us have to live with. Mm. And I always say, It doesn't matter if a person um, reads the book and runs out and gets a client or takes one of our courses and then goes out and gets a client or reads all the stuff, does the, does the course and then kind of sits around, gets distracted, does something else, but eventually comes back and gets a client. We all eventually get to the same place, which is being a professional writer. So it's not a contest or a race. I'm glad that you got there. Now, we uh, came on today to do a little mini coaching session. So why don't you tell everyone what you'd like coaching about? Yeah, I've been really interested in the video scripting aspect to all of this because it's clearly the next 
big content marketing road, especially for this younger generation. And I've had one, two clients that are trying to kind of figure out how to move in that direction. And I have no idea how to do video scripting. I can do it obviously in a small setting um, where there's not a lot on the line, but if there were ever bigger projects that I could land in that world, I'd love to know how best to learn how to do that well. So any thoughts you have on that? I I love this topic um, because I also was trying to get more into corporate or business video scripting um, towards the end of my freelance writing career, because like you said, it's everything's going to be video, video and AI, because chatbot scripting is also going to be big, but that's something else entirely. Um, So let me preface this by saying, I have written scripts, but I'm not an expert at this. I wrote my first script, brace yourself, in the late 80s when I was working for a nonprofit as the public relations coordinator um, in a small town in Colorado. And um, so I learned some basic tenets of scripting because that was actually produced by, I think, a, a... it was an ad agency. So I like got some training from the ad agency, which was helpful. What I know about scripting is this. First of all, like any other type of project I've ever encountered in content marketing writing, you have to get the specifics of the assignment from the client because I always use the example of a blog post. I've had dozens of prospective clients approach me and say, we want you to write blog posts. And my question is always, what do you mean by that? Because a blog post can be 500 words. It can be 2000 words. It can have expert interviews. It can have no interviews. There is no such thing as quote unquote, a blog post. It does not exist. And I have experienced the same thing with writing scripts. Um, What does that mean to the client? Is this going to be an animated video that they want voiceover talent to read? Will there be more than one talent reading? Is this going to be live action with talent on camera saying lines that you or someone else wrote, what what parts of that are you going to be responsible for? Who's producing it? Mm -hmm. And the reason that that's important is because the true professionals in this industry will create a storyboard that uh, it's a a literal, uh, it can, I've seen these as a document, but also as like foam core where they take a Sharpie and they show each shot that they're going to do, that they're going to edit, shoot and edit. And then you have to write, you know, the scripting that's going to go with those shots. But I've also experienced the exact opposite of that personally, where I was told we are going to have this animated, but we don't have a production company yet. So we want you to also include sort of the storyboard elements of how do you envision this? And then what should the script say? And that's a whole ton of additional work if you're going to do that. 
Um, not to mention which I'm personally not a filmmaker or a visual artist. So it's hard for me to conceptualize that. Like I'm great with the words. If you give me a storyboard, I can script that. Um, how long is it going to be? And then after you've pinned all that down, we get to the, some of the actual writing elements. And again, I'm not an expert in scripting, but here's how I always approached it. Um, ideally, they need to have one objective for their video. Like what is the one point they're trying to make so that you know what the goal is with your script. You need to look up um, how many words per minute people on average speak mm. so that you know how many words should go in your script for every minute of dialogue. Um, and you need to read your script aloud because there's a real art to writing words that are going to be spoken aloud. It's very different from writing anything that will be consumed in print, blog posts, white papers, web pages, any of that. Um, and so that's how I always approach script writing. I tried to figure out how many words I was going to need for how many speakers. And then I would relentlessly read it and time it after I wrote it to make sure that I wasn't giving them tongue twisters or, you know, and keeping it concise and on point. Uh -huh. So what questions do you have? That seems excellent. And I was going to say simple. Um, I don't know. I don't know about simple, but it does seem straightforward. And it's pretty much like writing an outline for a written piece. You need the outline and then just applying it to the spoken word um, in, in, jet, in, jet, in general, excuse me. Is that correct? That's how, yes, I think that's exactly right. And also, I, if you, so before we came on, because I knew what the topic was going to be, obviously, I did my own little research into this to make sure if I was still accurate in how I approached it, because it's been a while since I did any scripting. I've, not since the 80s, like I did scripts within the last five years. Um, and what I discovered when I did this research, it confirmed what I thought about how formats are all over the board. Like that's the other issue is then how do I format this document for you? I found that HubSpot had a good resource called How to Write a Video Script. That was strictly a document-based script, but it included like descriptions of action and direction and stuff. So that was more like kind of what I would call a Hollywood type script approach, as opposed to the storyboard type approach that I have seen production companies use. So again, yes, I would just pin down those details um, of how, what technique they want to use and how you should submit the script and and of course, how many revisions you want to offer and things like that, because it'll be a great learning experience, you know, and the more um, opportunities you get, the more scripts you can get to work on. And I think that could be an excellent niche. So congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. And that's really helpful. Um, 
is there a way that you know of to land more video scripting um, contracts? I think the best way is to create a page on your website that is specific to that and optimize those keywords for that. And I'm not even certain what, you know, keywords would work the best. You might want to try Google Trends because, you know, there's different terminology. Like do most people call it corporate script writing, one word, or corporate script writing, two words, or business scripting or animated video scripting or health. You know, I would do, I would look on Google Trends to see if you could find something out about what keyword maybe gets the most juice. But if you do that, then they'll start coming to you and optimize your LinkedIn for it too. That's what I did. I put a whole um, position, you know, in the resume section of LinkedIn, I put an entire quote unquote position that was video scripting for healthcare and just listed in there what I wanted to do and put my, my videos that I had clips for. How do you differ your pricing for video scripting? Well, that's a good question. You put me on the spot now. <laughs> when when I did it last, it was through an agency. So there was very little negotiation mm. power on my end. And I didn't have the experience to negotiate mm. because, mm. you know, saying, well, I did a script in 88. That mm. let, let me command the maximum price. It's really not going to work. Yeah. Um, Now, when I had the three, though, in my pocket that had worked out pretty well, I would have charged for it higher. I think that it's always best to um, go back to a formula of how long do I think this is going to take me and what is the minimum rate I want to earn hourly and then calculate your price that way. So if I think it's going to take me five hours and um, I won't settle for less than $100 an hour effective hourly rate, then it would be 500 bucks. And then think about too, I don't have any idea whatsoever what script writing goes for in the market. Um, Is there value in the fact that you're a nurse writing this? Does that add a lot of value? Because then you should definitely charge more than anybody else. Like, for example, I was called upon one time to write scripts about um, cholesterol plaques developing in the arteries and stuff. Well, heck, as a nurse, that adds a lot of value to that type of scripting because you know it's going to be accurate, accurate, accurate. Um, so you just have to, when you're starting out, it's a lot of guesswork. And then after you've done a few, you're going to figure out like, what are people willing to pay? And yeah, a lot of, a lot, I would say a lot of this journey has been guesswork, but, uh, not since I found you, however, which was the beginning of the journey, you've taken Uh, a lot of that out of there, but it's been, it's been almost, well, quite comical at moments, but it's fun. You know, I, I say this often that there's, I can put a lot in the courses and coaching, but it's impossible to cover everything in a course, just like with nursing. It's like, I've said this before too, the first, 
the first day on the floor as a graduate nurse, I just felt like a fool. Even oh. I was like, what happened to everything I learned? Like mm-hmm. this patient is barfing over the railing of the gurney. What do I do about this? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I can talk to you at length about, you know, nursing theory right now, but like, do I clean that up? Do I call it? I don't know. It's yeah. all trial and error. And it's the same is true with freelance writing is, you can reduce the amount of trial and error, but it's such a personalized journey that um, you still have to go through some of that and just try to tighten up the process of that. So you don't make the same mistake over and over, which I was never guilty of. No, I'm sure not. And I'm, (laughs) I'm not a uh, jump in the cold water girl. I'm a toe in and then a foot in and get my ankle in next. So actually the slow has been great. And I, I'm not charging a ton right now because I feel like I'm not the most efficient for my clients, but I'm getting there. And I feel like I'm getting there quickly enough that I won't be charging low rates forever or for much longer. So it's been a good time. No, no, the, the, the absolute, and this is for you and for everyone in the audience is the minute you get paying work, the next client needs to pay more. Mm-hmm. And then the next client needs to pay more. And you need to be looking for that next client. That's how this works. I call it trading up. Mm-hmm. It's like having, like when you're a kid and, or those people who are like, I'm starting with one paper clip and I'm going to end up trading it for a house eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how the rates work. Yeah. So definitely, but you're doing great. You were doing but That's fine. good to hear. Cause that's kind of my plan. Um, is just to slowly, slowly move that way. One more question on video scripting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just, is there any difference in posting it uh, besides having permission to do so, but on my own website, just posting another link to a video in order to display that um, for other editors to see. Right. Different, right? Well, so you should um, definitely post a link and, and, I would avoid posting the video itself, even with permission, if it's publicly available so you can link to it. Mm -hmm. And a nice way to do that, to link to a video, is to get a screen grab of the video on their site, just a static image, and then put that on your website and make that the clickable link, the image that goes to the actual video. Mm -hmm. That way, too, you don't have to worry about well, you don't have to worry about copyright and you don't have to worry about any potential like store, storing a video on your web server and all oh, that right. stuff. Right. But it looks like a video, like you can make it look like the video by just getting a screenshot of it. So Perfect. I think that's great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Charlene. It has been a fantastic conversation. I know this episode is going to be popular because who doesn't want to write scripts, right? So thank you for coming on. I would like to thank the audience for listening today. Um, As always, you can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or subscribe to us on YouTube if you want to see us in full Technicolor. No, it's talking about script writing, right? And as always, um, until next time, keep pitching. <laughs>